Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey you guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. I got some bad news about my voice. That party wrecked it. It was lit. But the good news is... Well, I can I can sometimes change. <clears throat> talk like this. Talk like how I talk. <clears throat> but the good news is... Oh, okay, so I can if I... I think I have to hold my breath in, then I talk normally. Is don't that weird? Breathe. Don't breathe, and you'll be fine. All right, the good news is that I'm in the Hallmark Itty Bitty line, and I'm going to get my blue snaggle tooth. And I'm here, finally meeting, in person. You would know him from the Colin shows, and from the internet. <laughs> the internet. It's Tyler Westhouse. Buddy, it's great to finally meet you, even though you don't have the voice that I'm used to. <laughs> At all. Oh yeah, it's weird, because like... <laughs> wow. I mean, as you guys stay right on this side of this thing. Thanks. Hallmark, Hallmark's hide, hide a bit of uh, United security. That's good. The Hallmark security is more intense than the security for the event itself. <laughs> no, actually, Hallmark is always at Comic-Con. They're very organized. I appreciate their uh, organizational skills. How's Celebration been, buddy? Celebration has been great. It's been a fun game of going to security guards and trying to let them me into places that I shouldn't be and waiting to see which one didn't get the memo that I shouldn't be there. <laughs> and then I just take advantage of that. <laughs> But it's been going pretty well so far. Oh my god, you've got opposite shoes. Aren't those awesome? They are. You've got uh, like one's R2 and one's C3PO. Are they custom painted? They are. They're from Etsy. Ah, little Etsy gangster. Yeah. Introduce yourself to everyone. Hi, I'm Claire. I'm Tyler Westhouse's girlfriend. I'm just tagging along today. <laughs> they've, been, they've been kissing all the time. Not really. <laughs> that's all we do. No, okay. Well, no, but that's fine too, I guess. I'm also celibate. <laughs> really? No comment? Okay. <laughs> so what's your highlight been so far, buddy? Oh, man. The highlight might be uh, the 40th, yes, not the 40th, the uh, Last Jedi yesterday. We were at the very front of the Star Wars show stage. Um, Hayden Christensen came out, actually, started um, talking to fans. He had a t-shirt cannon started firing it off and he he looked like he was really really enjoying it because every picture and every video i've seen of him up until that point he just has looked miserable and scared the entire time really i i think he, he's just got this sheepish grin and it's i have to say when he came out for the 40th and smiled and waved and said hey everybody i was like my heart was a flutter He's oh, absolutely. I felt really I feel bad for him because he he and Jake Lloyd get a huge amount of hatred just for acting in a movie and he comes out and he's instantly just ridiculed but the fact that he got a warm reception I don't think he was expecting it. He didn't know what to do. Yeah, but no one's been ridiculing him here, surely. Maybe like a few people behind the scenes or just like 
not to his face, but there have also people been, like, making jokes and, like, teasing him by bringing, like, sand for him to sign. Ah, uh, that's all in good fun. I'm sure it is, but it's still, like, it's still to the point where it's like, hey, the sand line was pretty bad, right? No, 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 that that is funny. That, oh, I, I, I agree it's funny, but there, it's also just a lot of weird stuff. Did you see the picture of the uh, person with the li- who dressed up yeah, as a lightsaber? I, uh, yeah, that's, but, like, it's like this weird <laughs> meme of like just weird, the front, the front like weird photos with Hayden. And he's, his smile makes it so funny. His smile of just like confusion or like it's like he's about to break into a teeth smile, but he's not there yet. Every picture. <laughs> All right, well, we're getting close to the line. I'm so, I was, I was. I was so scared that I was going to miss out on this blue snaggletooth because I've collected them from, like, on the podcast. I got my first one mm-hmm. at San Diego Comic Con. I've collected them all, and I was... My voice, my, the, what's wrong with my voice right now totally suits someone that's buying an itty-bitty teddy bear and is very excited about I th- it. I think it's appropriate for celebration and for you, and I, I still consider you a friend despite all this. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, let's go buy my little toy. All right, and last night's party was amazing. Everyone that came was the coolest ever. And how that I'm here now in a line to buy a little teddy bear is... That is the power of the force, you guys. If this was anywhere other place, I'd be asleep till about 2 in the afternoon. So, let's buy a little teddy bear. Yeah! <laughs> Alright you guys, I've uh, put my itty bitties away, it's 10.35, I'm thrilled to have my exclusive blue snaggletooth, that is my anxiety over, that is everything I need to achieve at Celebration Done, and I've still got almost two days, but I've just bumped into Steel Wars listener Paul, who's got a bit of a collecting achievement of his own accomplish, how you doing Paul? Doing great, how are you Steel? Real good, man. And uh, you just hit up. You've got the Luke Skywalker exclusive Hasbro six-inch. Yes, absolutely. It was my number one thing for the con, exclusive-wise, from the major licensees. So very happy to have it. Are you feeling? Do you have a sense of relief now? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you know the, that pre-con stress that you get, where you're just like kind of irrational, but you have it anyway. I think it was worse for me because I was getting stressed over a limited edition like six dollar teddy bear why am i why do i have so much anxiety about this little teddy bear i mean hasbro's number one for me as an action figure collector but hallmark was easily number two i mean the blue snaggletooth with the vintage and all that stuff and that's my wife's number one so we i mean that that blue snaggletooth anytime you throw him out there there's a certain hysteria that comes with that at what lengths did you have to go to to have these figures at ten thirty-five on saturday morning well I broke my ankle and was able to, so I was able to, I came in with medical, otherwise, good Lord, who knows. Okay, but let's just clarify, <laughs> you didn't break your ankle to get the medical badge. Oh, yeah, absolutely, no. It was a complete accident. Because you made it sound like that, like, before the con, you just got, like, your wife to stamp on your ankle, like, yeah, all right, my bone's sticking out of my foot, but I'm getting the figures. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was total accident. Total accident. But I've gotten that accusation a couple times throughout the weekend. Dude, I don't know, man. You seem to be walking pretty well. Uh, well you know, I've got some assistance with some uh, medication that's uh, getting me through here. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I I've tried day one without it and couldn't do it. Okay. Wow. Well, maybe uh, maybe my ankle's feeling a little bit sore and uh, we're going to bid Saturday night. Well, we, we're right by this big door, Steel. If you need me to give it a little <laughs> swing for you. 
<laughs> you still got two days. No, I think my uh, maybe I can get a medical badge for my throat. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, sounds like you've been uh, having some long days and nights, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah, both those. But like, like I was on the brink, like at about six o'clock last night, and then we had the big podcast party, and oh man, it was it was so fun, and it's like yeah, I'm gonna do a lot of sleeping on that plane. Well, absolutely. I mean, if it was as fun as your throat sounds raw right now, then. And where are you from? I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, nice. Well, um, thanks so much for like saying hey, and thanks for listening to the podcast. Really appreciate it, and uh, enjoy the rest of your celebration. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Steel. Cheers. All right, you guys. It is 10:57, and we're at the Rebels panel. Let's find out what lessons Ezra's going to learn this season. Alright you guys, it's almost 2pm, I feel like my voice is getting a little bit better and we just went to the Rebels panel, we got one episode and then we did the Rebels press conference and I'm here with a long awaited guest on the Steel Wars podcast from the awesome Full of Sith podcast, it is Brian Young, how you doing man? I'm doing well, how about yourself, you, your voice is rough, I feel bad even talking to you, you should save it. Nah, you you got to pay to play. Like, I, I feel like I've had so much fun in the past two days. Like, I deserve to talk like this. So, And it could be a sign from someone saying, you should probably talk less, Steel. I don't think so. And I, hey, I want to congratulate you on winning uh, Best Fanboy oh. Host. Uh, we were both up for it, but I think the better man won. <laughs> I think, like, 
it's rad to be like just to be on the list and like I know that's a very trivial thing but there's only so much seriousness you can give it sort of thing like oh somebody uh yeah very much so like that podcasters in general the community wants to recognize each other in that way I think is great whether I win or not it, it doesn't matter to me as long as the community's help building itself up i'm happy with it yeah like like me and jason did start a very brutal slander campaign against each other but you know that's what it's what you got to do it's what you got to do as long as you left me out of it <laughs> <laughs> what has been your highlight so far of uh celebration um you know the highlight might have been the last jedi panel or the trailer you know uh for one sort of feeling vindicated I've been talking for a year about how I thought really Luke's look at the end of Force Awakens meant that he was trying to get out of the Jedi Order uh, and and stop the Jedi completely I felt a little vindicated with that trailer uh, and I get to say I told you so to, a, to Mike and, and a few other people and and uh, Mike my co-host who, who was not sure about that theory and uh, you know but actually, Mark Hamill's tribute to Carrie Fisher was pretty touching. You know, being there in the room, uh, you could feel the the warmth in the room for Carrie Fisher, and you could feel, um, you know, Mark Hamill, like he filled that room with his affection for her. It was crazy. Yeah, I was gonna go, and I had the wrist, like I hooked up with a wristband, and then I I was running late because we did the the podcasting panel, and I saw it on the big screen, and. I was like, I'm too tired to be sad. Like, the, the 40th thing was like, I was like, I've done my crying. I'll watch it in a couple of weeks and, and, and chill out sort of thing. I'm interested with the uh, Luke Skywalker thing. I think a lot of people would disagree with you because I'm, I'm a Luke Skywalker guy, man. So am I. Yeah. But that's not what I want. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I just want Luke Skywalker to go, yeah, man, ignite the green. Like, let's, let's go sort this out. Um. And I'm I'm with you. I want to see Luke Skywalker pull out his lightsaber, but I'm not even sure he has it anymore, right? And part of it is I think Star Wars has always been best when it gives us what we need, not necessarily what we want. Han Solo going into Carbonite, you talk to people before Empire, I don't think anybody would have said like, yeah, I want Han Solo to go away at the end of the movie and, and we'll never know if he's going to come back. But that's what we needed. And I think Luke in this way, when you look at the way they've been setting up uh, you know, when Yoda talks to Ezra in that cave uh, in Rebels, he says, you know, it's important for the Jedi to learn how to win. It's not just winning. It's how we're winning that's important. And you look at how they're building that mythology. The, the exception to that is in the podcast awards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> But if you look at how they're building that mythology of the Chosen One and balance and the prophecy through all of the different media, whether that's the comics or the books, the cartoons or the movies, um, it seems like Luke really disappears be- because Kylo's turn, he feels responsible for it and feels like the only way he can stop that cycle is by just removing the Jedi from the equation completely. And I don't want that. I want Luke to kick some ass. But... Uh, what I want and what the galaxy needs might be two different things. What about this? He can go through his tough times, his indecision, but as a long-time Star Wars fan, would you feel robbed that by the end of Episode Nine, that Luke Skywalker hadn't ignited the green? Oh, he's going to. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, in, was it... I just have to butt in. When you said he's going to, I just like... 
believed you and I just got this I was like oh, <laughs> the prophet is here he knows thank God well um, I think it was in London when Mark Hamill was talking about how he had or no it wasn't in London it was actually at Salt Lake Comic Con in September he talked about how he had to train for a very difficult fight sequence that was like weeks long in the rain and we saw a piece of Daisy uh, with Ryan Johnson there in the rain uh, with her lightsaber, I can't imagine he doesn't have his. And even if he doesn't have his lightsaber, um, I could see him doing that wizard's duel sort of thing that Yoda and Dooku did. He doesn't even need a lightsaber. He's beyond a lightsaber. Nah, no, 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 no. You can put your Harry Potter stuff. You go back to Hogwarts. No. Saber on. Noise. Swinging. Me. Crying. No, I, I want that too. I can't imagine a thing that would make me more emotional in... As emotional as it made me when Ray picked up his saber and ignited yeah, right. it. Seeing Luke Skywalker ignite it and his face wash with green, I think that'll break me more than just about anything that could because I've always wanted... Force Awakens was great, but it wasn't, it wasn't a conclusion to Return of the Jedi, right? Like, it wasn't that next chapter. It was that next chapter that leads us to what the conclusion of Return of the Jedi should be, right? Because Return of the Jedi is Luke's story, and Luke is so absent in Force Awakens. So this is Episode Eight. I think I'm, I'm looking more forward to it than I ever did, uh, Force Awakens, and I think part of it is the hope that we are going to see that with Luke, because I am a Luke guy. Sabres are built on hope. No, that's I've mixed up quotes. <laughs> oh, I'm a fake fan. I don't know what's going on. What about going forward uh, for the rest of the con? What, what, what do you got that you're looking forward to? Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I gotta, I've got to cover the Marvel panel for StarWars.com, so you can check out my coverage on StarWars.com for, of the, the Marvel panel and uh, the 501st parties tonight, so that's always fun. Uh, the parties at Celebration are always a lot of fun, whether that was the Carrie Gala or, uh, you know, there's just a lot of things to do and you're meeting a lot of Star Wars fans from... Uh, it's weird, like, Star Wars fandom is usually just this construct inside my phone, and here it's come to life, right? And that's what's so great about all the parties. Like, it's just, uh, you get to meet everybody, put faces to names. Like, this is the first time we met. Like, we met for the first time five minutes before we started this. I think it's really funny when people introduce themselves like, I'm um, Jedi Rock 76. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of that where people introduce themselves by their Twitter yeah. Twitter handles because I won't recognize their name at all, but I will recognize their Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah it's like we're inside the internet. This is this is like Star Wars's version of Tron. Yeah, <laughs> we and we fight for the users. <laughs> fight for the content. Well, man, it was great to get you on, and we'll have to do. I'd love to do like a, a full interview episode with you one time. And uh, absolutely, anytime. Um, I enjoy your ideas. I, I wanted to. I, I've got some Jar Jar chat to have with you that I'm, I've been looking forward to. I was very interested the other day that I saw you tweet that um, you feel like Star Wars is being made for you. I think that's the great thing about Star Wars is that it's uh, Star Wars is for everybody, but the way it's personalized, the way I, I mean, like you're talking about when when you're talking about how it will make you feel when you see Luke Skywalker ignite his lightsaber. That's them making Star Wars for you. You know, every time you... I mean, we just got out of that Rebels episode, right? And that realization at the end of the episode of what exactly happened, I won't spoil anything, but didn't it give you the chills? Like, it made you feel, and I feel like they're making that for me, but if it made you feel the same way, they're making it for you too. It was really funny because I was sitting next to someone from Disney 
that hadn't seen Rebels before and uh, I was sort of explaining it and then at the end with what happened she just goes oh that's pretty dark (laughs) and that's not even the darkest thing we've seen on Rebels like it was pretty dark though and I season four being the last I can't imagine it's going to get cheerier what did you think about that that it was like the season four I I was like like, and it's not a diss on the show but I was glad that it was like they're not going to overstep the timeline and not sort of stretch it out well, I think for me, on one hand, I'm disappointed because I really love the show. And I think there's more stories with the characters that they could tell. But on the other hand, I know that they are going to be telling those stories, right? Whether we get General Sindula in Rogue One or even the Freemaker Adventures, whether we've got Sabine on Forces of Destiny, we're going to have other looks at these characters. And to allow someone like Dave Filoni to have the ending he wants to the show... To, to put that cap on it, I think is going to be really important. You look at Clone Wars from season one, from, from the, the movie to Ahsoka leaving the Order, and it's this beautiful work of art, this huge arc that goes from one end of the, to, to the other. And I think Rebels can be that way. If we watch from that first Spark of Rebellion movie all the way to the end of season four, I hope that we have that feeling that we've just consumed, taken as a whole, a piece of art that couldn't be told any other way. And if, if it needs to end for us to have that, that cap on it, I'm going to live with that. Like I said, they give us what we need, not necessarily what we want. Yeah, and there's also the thing of, like, when something ends, something else probably starts. Yeah, there's been a lot of speculation. Even in line for the press conference, I heard speculation all the way up and down the line uh, because Filoni in the panel said, you know, this is not stopping any of the work we're doing in animation. Uh, that that maybe, you know, we've had a prequel-era cartoon show, we've got a classic trilogy-era cartoon show, where's next to go? It's the sequel trilogy. So maybe we'll fill in those gaps between six and seven, but who knows for sure. And as a perfect metaphor, like how this segment has to end, yeah. which may be sad, because I'm sure people are enjoying it, but it does mean that the next segment can start. Exactly. Thank you for thank you for chatting with me and, and talking with me. Oh, ab- absolutely, my pleasure. And I look forward to doing it more in depth. We will. We will. Count on it. Cheers. Thanks. Hey, guys. I hope you're enjoying today's blog pod entries. And if you are, why not spread the word? Retweeting or sharing the episode announcement on Twitter or Facebook really helps us build up the numbers because it is a word of mouth recommendation. So if you could take about 20 seconds out of your little day to hit that retweet or share, I would so appreciate it. And if you haven't already, jump on iTunes and write up a sweet five-star review that bumps us up the rankings and makes me feel warm inside. You guys have been killing it with the new reviews. So thank you very much. But if you haven't done your part, get on iTunes right now. And for extra visual content, by this time, we will have all the five Last Jedi interviews up for you to watch on YouTube with Ryan Johnson, Kathleen Kennedy, Kelly Marie Tran, John Boyega, and Daisy Ridley, which is youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. Now back to the action. All right, you guys, it's about four o'clock and uh, we're gearing up to go do the Star Wars Minute podcast in a little bit. But I just bumped into 
Ken Knapsock from the Force Center and Jedi Council and all places on the internet that are fun. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I think you and I have the same look on our face, just this exhaustion meets happiness still. <laughs> Actually, I might go on this side. It might be... Actually, that's the right combo. Sorry, guys. I just had to walk... I've got a recorder, a coffee, and a bag of lollies, and uh, I'm only a two-armed... Uh... <laughs> you need to be like Dexter, man. Dexter, so- Dexter. But then I'd need one extra thing to carry. <laughs> you, you don't need an extra thing to carry? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. What are we saying? <laughs> I don't know, man. We're digging a hole. We're digging a hole. How's, uh, what's your highlight of the convention been so far? Uh, my convention's been great. Working hard here with Collider Jedi Council and the Collider Video Crew. Uh, we had a lot of fun at the uh, Movie Trivia Schmodown panel yesterday. I got to uh, take on Sam Witwer, John Campy, and Jenny Nicholson, and Jeremy Johns in Star Wars trivia. Uh, and uh, I, I may have uh, may have won. Ah, zone game. I um, I was wondering how that was going to be your favorite thing, like your highlight of the convention. But then the 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 victory. The victory was good. Uh, I, I'm very. Uh, Honored and I uh, was surprised. Sam Sam Witwer is a beast of Star Wars trivia, and uh, I think he got a little exhausted. He's been running around, and I think uh, I had a weakness, and I, and I attacked the weakness, and it's good. All right, what was your what was your proudest question? What was what was your when did you shine brightest? Uh, the one to secure my place, we had to get into a sudden death. Was what is the name of the Star Destroyer that was chasing the Millennium Falcon and the Empire Strikes Back? And that is the Avenger. Ooh. That put me into a sudden, sudden death against John Campion. Wow, those um, those Star Destroyer names, I don't click with that. I don't either. I don't either. There's, uh, you know, I know about four, and that happened to be one of them, and I'll take it. I should just say, just a bit of a theater of the mind, we are hauling ass through a very crowded uh, Star Wars convention. There's stormtroopers, there's Gamorreans, there's slave layers. There's people just aimlessly staring at their phones, and then there's one idiot with a coffee, a bag, and a recorder. That's yeah. Well, you know, I forgot this was Saturday. I've lost track of time since I got here Wednesday, so this is definitely more crowded than uh, I was here when I was here Thursday. Last Jedi trailer. You know what, man? I loved it, and I, 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 it was a different tone than the Force Awakens teaser because it needs to be this continuation. I love dark, grumpy Luke. I'm okay with this, and I want it. You know, you. Man, I was just thinking uh, you were going to comment on my mood, and you're like, I like dark, grumpy steel. <laughs> well, dark, grumpy steel is pretty sexy in its own right. I um, I loved it. I, yeah. I I can't wait to... I can wait, but I do look forward to like getting home and dwelling on it. Yeah, because we were in the, the hall when you saw it, so people were tweeting me like, hey, I hear this voice. I mean, I, I heard screaming, because yeah. that's all I heard, you know? So, uh, yeah, I'm like you there. Yeah, I got, I got shown it like for some like a Disney video to record a little reaction, and it was like I'd seen it twice, and then the third time was like, 
Oh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and this thing about, is that Yoda or Yoda statue? I didn't see that the first couple times. I just was like, lightsaber. Ray's got a lightsaber again. It was a tombstone. That's what I think. Now, right? Right? People were like, Yoda's back. How would Yoda be back? How would a Yoda, why would Yoda be watching? I agree with you. Oh, I don't know. Slim Shady can do it. That's true. I think there's a Yoda gravestone, a big Starklighter gravestone. <laughs> Luke's been there thinking about his past. I don't want to be mean, but I hope there's an Ezra gravestone too. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I mean, I'm, I mean, oh, sad. So. <laughs> sad, sad. All right. Have a great rest of the con, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Stu. All right, you guys, it's 5.30. We just wrapped up the Star Wars Minute, which I just had the ball doing. And then I heard Ben, who was here that was attending, and uh, he said he went to school with Jake Lloyd. What, in what, like, years? Uh, let's say I graduated in 05, and I think he was two years behind me. So it was probably 2003 to 2007, I believe it would be. So, uh, yeah, so obviously yeah. It's, it's high school and yeah. it's, it's post Post the post the Phantom Menace. How is he? Like you know, it's so tragic and sad. You know, how, you know how he's doing now. Like, what was his in your appraisal? What was his life like at high school? I I think he had uh, close friends. It's he didn't obviously want to talk about Star Wars. Uh, kind of I don't want to say ruined who he was, but it definitely uh, wasn't something he wanted to talk about uh, all that much. Uh, kept to himself a lot. I remember uh, that. And like, were people cool to him? Because like, you know, I at my high school, like, I wasn't in a Star Wars film, and and people were pricks still. Yeah. <laughs> I guess for me, we're at a Star Wars celebration. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and if Anakin Skywalker went to my school every day, I'd be like. Oh, wonder what class Anakin's going to be in today. <laughs> like, would you like walk past him and forget? Sometimes uh, I definitely make point of knowing, like if he was around, like if it was just uh, uh, something where the whole school was there, you'd you'd, you'd notice that he was there. Uh, one thing that I remember is we had like a common area in front of our cafeteria, and I was just kind of staying with some friends, and I saw him off in the corner with a buddy of his, and just kind of watching him. And his friend had a stick, and he grabbed it and was twirling it around like a lightsaber. And like as a Star Wars fan in me, I was like. This is so cool. <laughs> like it's the only Star Wars thing he's probably done since he was in the movie. <laughs> and I guess it would have been brutal because there would have been films come out and then everyone would have been re-Star Wars. Was, was that during that time? or uh, I think because Revenge of the Sith, I believe, came out as I was a senior. So I, don't, I, I think since he wasn't in the movies, it really wasn't... Oh, I just mean that maybe, like, because there was Star Wars fever that... I think the first year, uh, the first year he was there, I think, it was definitely like, oh, Jake Lloyd, you know, the guy who played Anakin's here. And then I uh, probably didn't want to heckle him all that much, uh, considering it wasn't everyone's favorite movie at the time. Yeah. So I think uh, after a while, everyone was just like, oh, yes, yeah, Jake. Yeah. But it's such a, like, I know it's a, like a, it's such a, I don't know if natural, but a, a knee-jerk thing to do is to, you know, hassle you know some kid that was like nine for being in a yeah. film you didn't like much but it's yeah. <laughs> there's there's better things to do in life like yeah. and you know you still see it today like you know like the Ghostbusters film and all that sort of stuff it's mm-hmm. like 
you know, get a life. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's a that's a fascinating story. Thanks so much for sharing it, Ben. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And what's your what's your highlight of celebration been um, apart from the live Star Wars minute thus far? Uh, just being here is my, this is my first one, so I think just soaking it in and being around a bunch of Star Wars fans. I think. We only got in the stream rooms for the 40th anniversary and the Last Jedi thing, but just being around everyone uh, when they released the trailer was just awesome. And and I don't know why, but for some reason, whenever I hear like the theme song and anything Star Wars, I kind of get like mm, trying to like I don't want to cry because I just love it so much. But it's just been so awesome. Just go with it, man. Yeah, Such a feeling. I no one was gonna make fun of me if I cry for it, but it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this is awesome. All right, cheers. Well, thanks so much for the story. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks. All right, it's now 5.43. I was going to do you guys directly after, but then that guy that said he went to school with Jake Lloyd, I was like, I I need that story on the podcast. That was crazy. So we're with Alex and Pete from the Star Wars Minute. I always go paranoid after doing it. Was it okay? Did you have fun? Yeah. Well, I always feel after we finish one of these things, I get that adrenaline rush of like, oh, now I don't have to perform anymore. So weirdly. But uh, yeah, I thought it went great. We had a nice turnout and Steel, you were great on the show. And yeah, I thought it was great. It was packed. It was loaded. Yeah. Yeah. The room was full, which is great. Like, uh, you know, if you took that same amount of people and put them in a larger room, I'd feel a little bit weird because it might get echoey. But it was like perfect for that perfect crowd for that size room. And everybody was into it. And there were, you know, a lot of people talk to people that came here just for us to do that well, i mean obviously there's more for them to see so they were they're having fun beside they're not just showing up for the show and going home but they uh you know they were they were excited to see us and i think we put on a good show yeah it's oh the rule of comedy is get the most amount of people in the smallest space and uh and then you get fire marshals after you what did you guys uh, what else have you guys been doing at, at the con apart from uh, that well, we went to see one uh, uh, panel, the obscure character face-off from the, uh, what's the name of the show, Star Wars In Character podcast. Yeah. But generally, we just haven't had the patience to wait online for tons of things. So we've mostly just been walking around the floor and, you know, looking at all the cool toys and, and things like that. Well, speaking of patience, you did sit through our uh, live erotic fan fiction last night. Well, what did you make of that? <laughs> I was confused at first. Uh, but then uh, once it once confused at first, aroused at second, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then suddenly we had to go back to the hotel very quickly. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely make that a regular feature on the uh, every night and end the night with a little erotic fiction and then send everyone off on the. No, we always have to put it up like on the Patreon, so because we just can't have like like just general people listening yeah. to that because it's not even. I think it goes like there's explicit. And then there's pornography. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the the wait staff looked a little bit confused, but they were like, "All right, well, at least they're telling us to drink first. It's Florida. I'm sure they've seen everything yeah, in this. Uh, and what did you guys think of the Last Jedi teaser? It was a teaser, and that it did a good. Uh, I mean, we were joking that you know we we're going to see it anyway. They might have just said like Star Wars November. We're like, oh, yeah, all right, we're December. I guess it is, right? Uh, what what a killjoy attitude! <laughs> it's a recurring theme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, like you know, like a lot of people, I, I think we need to pour over it more. We just watched it basically like t- you know two or three times, and uh, I'm sure in the next couple of days we're going to go through kind of you know frame by frame. There's a lot of stuff that people are talking about that I missed in watching it, so I'm, I'm excited to go back and kind of look through it. Yeah, well, pouring over a minute of Star Wars sounds very on brand. <laughs> 
what you think? Yeah, I thought it looked, of course, exciting and fun. But like Pete said, like when you guys were talking about it last night at the live show, and you're like that scene where, you know, R two D two is doing this, and I was like, I don't even remember R two D two being in it. So I just might have been in my celebration, like you know, rush where I really barely even remember it. But it's still a cool I, that opening shot of where it looks like the planet and her hand goes down, yes. and suddenly your sense of scale really changes. It was a really clever, uh, really clever bit. So I enjoyed that as well. Well, thanks so much for having us on the show. You know how much I appreciate it, and uh, enjoy the rest of the celebration yeah thanks for coming on and, and you enjoy the rest what are you doing you, what are you looking forward to in today's uh, programming I don't know I've sort of done everything I'm looking forward to having nothing to do I just like like flopping around and seeing people and I like I like those relaxing things like I had such a hectic first two days that now I'm just like I'm on vacay sure it's good um, cheers you guys thanks so much Hey guys, just a quick heads up that I've reloaded the Steel Wars merch store with new Your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirts, Yub Nub t-shirts, I'm with Snoke t-shirts, and the Luke Skywalker tribute Have You Seen Him t-shirts. They are all screen printed, not digitally printed, on the highest quality AAA ring spun cotton tees. And while stocks last, all orders will go out with a bunch of stickers and a very sweet Your Snoke Theory Sucks Lollipop Sucker. So get clicking at SteelWars.com. All right, you guys, it is 6.40. I uh, managed to catch a little bit of the end of the Hasbro panel where they had uh, some exciting reveals. I love going to that one because they have all they reveal stuff and on the big screen and all these grown men go and as one so I enjoy that excitement but there was a few special edition items for San Diego Comic Con and the vintage collection re-release or re-going they're starting that again they had a vintage collection Ray Force Awakens figure got a huge cheer but I am here with someone whose work I saw on the internet and tracked down did some investigative journalism it is so late in the day and in the con and I'm so tired every time I go to attempt a word with more than two syllables I, I begin to doubt myself but I'm here with Spike how you doing pretty good how about you I am doing awesome I'm a bit worn out much like yourself now I had joked listeners would know on the live episode with uh, Bart and Michael we did the comedy festival I had joked that Hayden Christensen the main thing to get signed would be a jar of sand and then I see on social media I, I did that I, I made Hayden Christensen sign a jar of sand <laughs> I love it I love it and someone was I was talking about this with someone before and they were saying oh you know it's, it must be hard for him with like they mentioned the sand it's like it's all in good fun. It's a sell it like it's not like you're not going up there and bullying him. How did he like how, break it down? Well, 
First off, I was actually pretty close to the front of the line, so I was one of the first people that got to have something signed. I think that helped, but he laughed about it. He thought it was pretty funny, and he was super nice about it and did not seem like he hated me outwardly, so that was really all I cared about. But in the lead-up, were you, like, when you, you sort of, did you, like, go, oh, hey, I just, just, like, did you preface, or how did you introduce the concept of signing sand? I just walked up, and I put it down in front of him, and I just said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> As I knew, it, there was either going to be two reactions. He was going to laugh or he was going to hate me. And I had no idea what it was going to be. What about this? What day was this on? This was Thursday. It was the first day he was autographing. Are you one of the first people in the line? Y- yes, one of the first people that got up there. Star Wars Celebration. People are overjoyed that Hayden Christensen has made his return. I was sitting next to my great friend Amanda Ward, who when he came out on stage, teared up and started screaming. Spike, you're one of the first people through. You bring your jar of sand. Hayden just goes, F this, smashes the glass, flies back to LA. Had you thought about this opposite timeline? Not until, like, I was about to go up there and I was like, this might be a bad idea. (laughs) And then I had anxiety. That's that's, that's not a very on-brand feeling. It should be, I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, it was... I was then very afraid of everything. (laughs) I was fine up until that second. But it was okay, so it's okay. It's fine. My worry was not a thing after that. Now... Do you have the sand with you? Yes, it is in my backpack. This could only happen at Star Wars Celebration, but I'm going to ask the question, can I please see your sand? Yes, you can see the jar of sand. All right. It's wrapped up in a 40th anniversary shopping bag. From Delray. Oh, where did you get the sand from? Um, it is from Michael's. I bought a jar and sand at Michael's because I live in Kansas and there is not sand there. They sell sand? No, there's not. Oh my God. So it's got, where did you get the sticker? Is that sticker already on it? No, I bought the sticker. I bought the sticker and I bought the jar and because I didn't, I thought if he just signed the jar, it wouldn't stay on there. Good so thinking. I bought a sticker, and then they put the little authentication sticker on it, so it's an authentic autographed jar of sand. You were a pioneer. A pioneer. Where did you get the idea to do that? Did you just like... So, the idea actually was not mine. It was when I got off work, a friend of mine who wasn't going to celebration messaged me freaking out because Hayden had been announced. And I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Maybe I'll go get his autograph or something. I don't know. I, I'm not usually someone who cares about autographs. And he and she, um, she, we were joking. We have a group chat. And she was joking about, oh, my God, make him sign a jar of sand. So I was like, that's brilliant. I'm doing it. Wow. Well, I just needed something dumb to say at the start of a live episode. But you made it a reality. And I could not be more happy or proud of Spike. Yay. <laughs> it's, it's been a trip because I thought that, you know, a couple people would laugh about it because nobody really took me seriously when I talked about it on the Star Wars Celebration page or whatever. And then I did it, and then it blew up. And I don't like it. Oh, you don't like all the attention? 
I'm sort of a more reserved person, but and also it's just kind of been annoying in this situation where I need my phone to get in contact with people and it keeps going off, but it's just Twitter and I can't tell if it's important or if it's Twitter. I thought you were about to say, oh, it's really annoying because people keep wanting to talk to me about it. And I was like, oh, this is awkward. Well, nobody knows it's me. It's not like I'm carrying it around being like, I have a jar of sand. Like, I am the I, jar queen. If, like, if I'm mentioning it, I've had some instances where I've been talking about it with friends and someone will walk by and be like, oh, shit, that was you. Can I see it? And I'm like, yeah, it's a jar of sand. <laughs> But that's it's been pretty easy to not deal with it. So if people wanted to give you unwanted uh, retweets or likes on Twitter and uh, drain your phone of battery and make you miss calls, where can they do that? Um, my Twitter is at Drunk Cub. So. How many retweets are you on? Uh, I have to check. Hang on. Because this is where we're different. This is the sort of attention I desperately want. It doesn't want to load because the internet here is garbage, but it was somewhere around 2,000 the last time I checked. Oh, my God. It was not fun. I don't like it. <laughs> so you must be the uh, the crown queen of Reddit at the moment. I posted it on Reddit. I don't know where it went, so I think someone might have taken it down from the Star Wars page, but... How dare they? I don't know. I don't really use Reddit either. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for meeting up with us and uh, chatting about sand. And... Uh, have safe travels home. Yeah, you too. Cheers. Hey. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed our day three blog pod coverage. Now, if you are a Patreon supporter, if you are in the content club, hold tight because in a couple of hours we'll be uploading our second episode of the Steel Wars blog pod after dark. And this one, I think, goes for about half an hour, and it's all the late-night shenanigans with all the crew you'd be expecting to have late-night shenanigans. I know I put uh, the first episode up uh, yesterday, and people have uh, taken to this interesting new format. But if you have not become a Patreon supporter yet, here's the deal. For $3 for the month, you will get a RSS feed that you can paste into any podcast app of choice. It's very simple. It takes seconds. And you will get our full back catalog. And this month, it is pumping because we have got the full Making Star Wars podcast party mashup episode. All the separate shows, episodes, and the insane live erotic fan fiction live read written by Steel Wars' own Emily Lind and played by Randy Laguduche as narrator Jason Ward is director Krennic and as random woman we've got Maud Garrett from Geek Bomb returning to the erotic fan fiction stage I am on inverted commas sound effects which has some successes and some losses. 
And if you are on the Patreon and you're new to it, go check out our LA Podcast Fest episode because we do another erotic fan fiction live read with the same players and it is as funny. But there is so much content, so much bonus content up there for you guys for just $3. So if you've been thinking about testing it out, this is a great month to try it because you'll be able to laugh along with everyone at the insanity of the uh, fan fiction live read. And the whole Patreon thing, it is not a scam. It is just a way for listeners to chip in a little bit each month. So it totals up to an amount that um, I can afford the time to put out all these super fun episodes. And and I humbly think I do provide everyone their $3 worth each month. So if you agree, join up at patreon.com forward slash steel wars. I hope you're loving the shows. I'm loving bringing them to you. May that force be with you. the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market